Welcome to the Cryptomaniacs Podcast. Join Taskmaster 4450 and John G. Olson each and every week as they dive into the crazy world of cryptocurrency. If you are new to crypto or you've been through a few bear markets in the past, this podcast is for you. It's time to start the show. We're back. Did you miss us? It's been a whole three days, or two days, two and a half days, uh, since the last time we saw you, because we only got an hour in on uh, on Tuesday's episode, so we need to hit the two-hour mark. At because, least. Maybe we'll be in bonus round today. Oh, man. Uh, dude, I... This is this is insane. This is uh, it's actually a this sunny is called day. value add in your business. You give people more than they pay for. Right. What happens if they don't pay for it? Uh, <laughs> we'll figure that out. That'll be in next week's episode. Exactly. This is the Crypto Maniacs podcast, and uh, I'm John. That's Taskmaster. We're here for the party. Uh, we're gonna talk. We're gonna discuss. We're gonna have some fun with the high blockchain and all the. Uh, the funky ecosystem that is um it's been it's been a long time since we talked last task how how have you been for the past 48 hours <laughs> it would be 72 hours but, 72 you know, yes that, that's that new mass stuff been been doing well been doing well um i watched the uh, part of the ama that leo finance had right and um I think maybe we should do that too. Uh, we should have an AMA one of these days and, and promote it and let people ask questions about you or I or what we think about Hive or anything that they want to drift into. Uh, although with our audience, it seems that asking questions isn't their forte. So uh, it might be a very short AMA. So maybe it's a bad idea. But anyway, I watched that uh, kind of, I didn't, I didn't see the beginning. I, I was a little late getting on there. So kind of informing but anyway are not just doing the hive thing uh day in day out very consistent kind of boring but that's what we do i will we'll definitely talk about that but i I'd, I'd, I'd like to know your uh your opinion of the ama uh what was your general consensus of it uh what was your feelings towards it um well what did you get from it be, being somebody uh along with you who does a show here i i think they for, for their first run, they were, they were very good. Um, I mean, we've done what, 10 of these and we still screw things up and their first one, they seem to do a little better. But anyway, um, in terms of the content, uh, it, it was good. Um, I don't think there's anything earth shattering that I heard in the 20, 25 minutes that I was there. Again, I missed some of the early questions, so I'll have to try to catch a, a replay or something. But Basically, I think the biggest thing to emphasize, which has been talked about in the past, not so much lately, but it's it's a good thing to remember that the idea of Leo Finance is similar to Apple in the sense of creating a platform where users come in and the, the idea is not to give them a reason to leave. So Cub Finance is this evolving, expanding um, platform. It will continue to expand. 
anytime, and this is great in the DeFi world because most of these DeFi projects are open source. So people were asking, well, what about Panther? What about this? What about that? Mm. And, and Cal was talking about the idea. Well, yes, that's very intriguing. We're looking at that. We're looking at this. And when he's saying we're looking at it, it's we're looking at taking that and adapting the code and putting it on Cup. So it's getting to be, or it will get to the situation, hopefully, where you have Cub, what else do you need? You have Leo Finance, what else do you need? Because if it's not on Cub now, they will add it in the future. And, and I think that's the premise I've always taken with it. And, you know, people are talking about, well, I'm, I'm, I'm on this liquidity pool and that liquidity pool on BSC and this one and the new one and all this. And I just don't want to risk it with rug pulls and all that stuff. So it's like, well, I'm getting a good ROI on Cub and there will be other things like Kingdoms, which is ready to go there can release it any moment, but they prefer not to till they get the audit uh, done until the audit is done and they get that certification. So they want to know that their, their code is battle tested before putting it out there, which not all projects are doing that. So <clears throat> two years we've been with Leo Finance, so their track record is pretty good in my opinion. So the the, the question, um, actually it came up, I was actually on Noise Cash this morning and, uh, you know, lots of people are from Leo, they're on Noise. And um, someone brought it up, they're like, this is a dip and I'm going to buy a lot of Cub. And... It, it ended the comment was I hope this works out and I made the comment I was like I think it will for a few reasons one obviously like you just said two years track record communities there it's not going to get rug pulled that's a that's that's a lot of you can sleep well at night feelings um, <laughs> you don't need to worry about that but the second thing and I think this is the missing link and I know that it's focused on the DeFi stuff. I know you got your kingdoms, the Cubs, the Dens, it's, you know, the Leo Bridge, everything. But I truly believe that when Project Blank, and we're bringing it back, baby, when Project Blank launches, that is going to be the big top of the funnel where everyone's going to funnel into Leo, then funnel into Cub, and you're going to see a lot more attention to Cub and obviously Leo because this is going to be this big capture all platform that's going to have so many people in crypto excited to engage and then get rewarded on top of it. It's just, it's just down the rabbit hole. Oh, Leo finance exists. Oh, Cub finance exists. It's just going to be this trickle down effect. I, I truly believe that that is the, the missing piece to see Cub go to another level, I think, well, for everything for that matter. Oh, it's Project Blank. So. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I can't argue with the logic there. I, it, I think it's pretty much a given that that's going to happen. It's just a matter of what degree. I think it will bring some eyeballs. Uh, I don't know if it'll bring all that many because Project Blank will operate as its own uh, independent app, as far as we know. But he, here's the situation that that was talked about. Somebody asked about NFTs and just talk about the cross pollinization idea for a second. Mm -hmm. 
they were talking about NFTs and Cal was saying, you know, I've been watching them, looking at them, thinking about them and, you know, all this other stuff. And we're just, we, we got a, a lot of development take place now, but he said, how about something where, you know, we have the ability to take and put NFTs on Leo. Somebody can hover over your, your Leo name or your name on Leo and then see what NFTs you have. And then you tie them into Cub where Cub can, can be used to acquire or to, um, you know, be utilized with the NFTs mm. and, and as a payment system within the NFTs for like recurring artists and things of that nature. And, and so when you start to look at the, all this idea of cross-pollinization and layering and, and all tying it together, again, that goes back to that Apple idea where it's all on the Leo finance platform. It doesn't matter where you go on the Leo finance platform, you're on, on it. Right. And yes, 90% of the people will be on Project Blank and that's it. But 10% will go down the rabbit hole and all find Leo Finance, Cup Finance. And, you know, if you're looking at a million people, well, there's 100,000 people. If you're looking at 50,000 people, there's 500 people. So, you know, it, it still adds up to a, a significant number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's. I I think you like you said the cross pollinization and and the trickle down effect. It it you know there will be people, and I think that like you like we said this is weeks ago. People go where the party's at, and if the party is exciting and people are talking about it, like I always say that in crypto, people have the attention span of goldfish. Like it's literally shiny object to shiny object, mm-hmm. and you can't fight that. You know, like as, as much as you want to say like, oh, we've got the, it's like the, the hive thing. Like, oh, we've got the best Swiss army knife of all. Like the, no one cares. It's like, what have you done? What have you shown? And if lots of people are excited talking about it, using it there all the time where the party is, you're going to see people come. You're going to see the price go up. You're going to see the, 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 the developers come. You're going to see the investors come. So again, and I'm kind of I'm kind of segueing into a little Hive rant here. That's where I think Hive gets it wrong. We need to stop promoting Hive as the front. That's the wrong way to go about it. We need to like exact Ethereum. Ethereum is promoted not because of Ethereum. It's because of all the applications, the DeFi stuff on top of Ethereum. That's how Hive becomes. It's like, oh, we've got, oh, Hive is going to go to this and we're going to, we love Hive. And yeah, but no one cares. (laughs) No one's coming to the party when you say you've got the best Swiss army knife. People don't want the Swiss army knife. They really don't. They want the the shiny samurai sword. Like that's what they want. (laughs) So I don't know. People don't care about AWS. They want to watch Netflix. Exactly. And, you know, I, I'm in full agreement with you. I think the marketing of Hive is a dumb idea, unless you're talking and, and trying to go after developers. Right. That's a different market. But to the average person, it's use case. And the use case at the core level of Hive is blogging. And we know blogging is not of interest. Long form content is not of interest to most people. Right. So in that regard, and if you are going to promote Hive, Go after the WordPress bloggers, go after the alt-right crowd, go after the anti-vaxxers, go after the, the I hate Biden, go after the COVID's a joke, go after anything, you know, 
anybody who's who's ostracized and silenced, go after Donald Trump, Alex Jones. Now, you may not like these clowns, and they are clowns, but that they they're following are the people who are ostracized and they may write a blog post. But you want to go on to Twitter and promote Hive to somebody who's who's dealing in what is it now, 280 characters, they're not going to sit there and write a 750 word blog post every single day. Right. They don't care to do it. Um, now you go and start promoting Exode, Splinterlands, Rabona, uh, Leo Finance, uh, STEM Geeks, Three Speak, CTP. Exactly. You start going and promoting these ideas. Right. Then all of a sudden you have people who are interested in trading card games or who are interested in online business or interested in video creation. Then you're starting to ta target the use cases. Um, Hive doesn't have the use cases. You strip it down. It's a freaking ledger. You know, okay, let's promote an Excel spreadsheet and see how interested we can make that. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. you know, unless you're talking to people who are ostracized and, and, and censored and silenced and all that stuff, they don't care. And even half of them don't care because we read it, see it on Twitter all the time or on YouTube or wherever. Whoever cuts them off, they go on the other social media saying, my account was closed by Twitter or YouTube. How unfair. Yeah. You know? it, it's insanity to me. I, like it, to me, it's, it's so clear cut. Like Splinterlands is on Hive, but you don't know that it's on Hive. You know what I mean? They like, don't care. Exactly. Like, because people use the stupid thing. Like, they use it all the time. Like, that's the, and it's like, oh, it's it's like beating a dead horse, but it's, oh my gosh, this is marketing 101. Like, I mean, it, don't promote the back end, promote the front end. What's the front end? This is, this is, we're going to go, oh yeah, let's talk online business. I mean, this is one of the lessons that I've been teaching for years and years and years. You're going to make a lot of your money on the back end, Hive. But the front end is what hooks people. That's the brand. So it's the Leo Finances. It's the Splinterlands. It's the Three Speaks. It's the CTPs. It's the bro. It's all of these projects that market themselves, right? So if all of these projects marketed themselves, now all of a sudden you have a place where people want to go and party. Now you got a place where the AWS servers look like a really good investment because you know you need it to operate these front ends. I just think we got it asked backwards. So I, I, I've been saying that for three years. I, I mean, it's, uh, you know, why are you going to promote something? It, it starts with the basics of if you were starting a, a marketing campaign, what, one of the first questions you say is, who's my target audience? Absolutely. Well, the Leo Finance, Cub Finance, Leo Finance, that audience and the CTP audience, they're close. But they're a much different audience than the Splinterlands. Now, there might be some overlap, but it's right. going to be a different audience, which is going to be a different audience than the Deport. Maybe not as much as we think, probably more overlap than we, we know. But then you go to STEM Geeks, totally different audience. Right. Yeah. You know, then go into the NFT showroom, completely different audience. Exactly. So you start to look at all these people and you say, before you even get into what your what your unique service proposition is you, you ask what's my target audience you can't even ask that so if you can't answer that then how how are you going to create a unique service proposition that separates you from everything else in the world there 
It, yeah. You can't because you, you're just trying to be everything to everybody and you can't be. Uh, uh, an old saying in sales, if everybody's a prospect, nobody's a prospect because that means you just have not narrowed down your target audience and your message of who you're going after. Well, yes, we could sell to everybody. Yes, that's technically true. Everybody need, may need a, a product, uh, your product, but that's not where the bulk of your profits are going to come from. Your bulk of your profits are going to come from that sweet spot, that 80-20 rule, where 20% of your, your customer base is responsible for 80% of your profits. Absolutely. That's what you want to target. And that's not what we're doing with Hive because we're trying to be what I don't even know what the hell we're trying to be. I mean, it, it's like we're just trying to. And all of this has to do with the token. It's also the token component. Right. It's not about usage. It's about token pump is what it really comes down to. People feel that our token is not getting the respect from the market. So let's get more publicity so more people buy the token. Well, you'd, you'd increase demand for the token if the front ends were promoted more. Uh, let's, we're, it's, you're, going to, you're going to really enjoy this because we're going to talk about Steam right now. But not this, no, no, see, he left. <laughs> he left, but not the steam he's thinking. This is another example of what we're talking about here. Steam, the gaming platform. So not S-T-E-E-M, but S-T-E-A-M. Steam is the back end for all of these games that are played online when it comes to PC gaming, et cetera, et cetera. Every single one of those games has a marketing budget. Every single one of those games has a marketing department. Every single one of those games has a community around it. Every single one of those games has promotion, advertising, you name it. But they all use the Steam platform for the gaming capabilities. Again, not Steam, S-T-E-E-M, but S -E -E -M, Steam, the, the gaming platform. So this is another example of how Steam goes through the roof. It's a fantastic, everybody loves it, but that's not promoted. The games are promoted. Steam is just how you play the game. Exactly the same example for Hive. So like you said, we can, it can, we can promote it as a jack of all trades and we can promote it as, oh, everyone needs this. I think that's a tougher sell than saying, hey, are you into crypto and finance? You should check out Leo Finance. Hey, are Bingo. you into gaming? You should check out Splinterlands. That Bingo. I think is a much easier sell. I agree with you a thousand yeah. percent. I, I think, I think if you tweet out about an exode or, and about space colonization and, and hashtag gaming or hashtag online gaming or whatever you know where wherever those people are found, I think that would have much better results than mm -hmm. just tweeting about Hive. Because you could get some people who say, I'll oh, check out that game. And they'll go over to Exode and they'll, they'll look at the URL and they'll look at the game and they'll want to get involved and, and stuff like that. I mean, it, it's just, yeah. I mean, it, it, to me, it's a no-brainer. And, and whether you talk AWS, whether you talk Steam with the A, not with the two E's, whether you talk Rackspace, whether you talk even WordPress. Sorry. When Sorry, you're wife was called. <laughs> wife decided to call right in the middle of the show. Uh, 
yeah, man. Um, let me just let me just send her a note so she doesn't call back. So sorry. Yeah, it's you know, it's 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 we're doing this impromptu on a Friday. No one's expecting this. So we did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's a good thing your wife was calling you and not me. Well, that's good. Yeah. That would be tough to explain. Yeah. Anyways, we're good to go. John's wife is calling me. Yeah, it's a that's a problem. She well, she does like the warmer temperatures. So yeah, it's it's actually sunny a little bit here today. And bald guys, she has a thing for bald guys. She does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, anyways. So, uh, yeah, so another thing you kind of mentioned a little bit was uh, the boring journey. I wanted to talk about this, too. <laughs> because this, again, we're talking about, you know, selling the uh, the, the samurai swords instead of the, uh, the, the jack-of-all-trades Swiss Army knives. But this is where people might go to sleep. Like, think of what you do each and every day. What, what's a, I mean, I don't, the Taskmaster daily plan, I'm not sure, but I'm assuming it might be similar to what I do. Let's just see if I kind of hit this. I wake up, make some breakfast. I check, well, for me, I check emails. I check Telegram. I check Discord to see if there's anything I need to, you know, address. I talk to my teammate, uh, my team members to see if there's anything that we're working on for the day that needs to get done. But then what I'll do is I'll read posts. I'll create posts i'll comment on posts i'll curate posts and rinse and repeat which is not sexy which might to some people feel like pulling teeth but for some reason this has been the best game plan i have had since i started on this journey is on which, on which journey? On your online crypto. business journey? No, the, or cri- on the your crypto high? journey. Crypto oh, okay, journey. crypto. Okay. Yeah. Um, how do we make that sexy instead of making it like, is there any way we can do, like, you know, convince people that this is a really good plan and make it, put a little bow on top, maybe? dress it up, put lipstick on it or something like. No. Okay. And, and, and I'll, and I'll, I'll step back and branch out. You, you ever hear the name VG, VJ Singh? Um, he, he was, a, he is a professional golfer from. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah of course. I think yeah. he's from Fiji. Fiji. Yeah. 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 And. He was known as being one of the hardest, the hardest worker on the PGA Tour. The guy would hit balls all the time. And he'd go play around, and then he'd go hit balls. And, you know, I, I, I played a lot of golf when I was younger. I, I had a lot of success. And trust me, hitting hundreds of golf balls is not glamorous. Right. Sitting in hitting hundreds of trap shots is not glamorous. Sitting over and, and st- hitting the same three foot putt dozens of times is, is not glamorous. And I think if you look in any field where success is acquired, sales, you know, going out and prospecting, making the phone calls, going out and knocking on the doors, working on your sales presentations, it's not glamorous. Uh, you know, doing the stuff you, you talk about on your online business, right? Creating the content, co- 
putting up the content, doing your social media content, stuff like that. It's a drag. It's boring. It's the same stuff day in and day out because it's the basics of what success is. You look at Stephen King. I'm sure not every day does Stephen King want to sit down at his computer and, and bang out another chapter. In a lot of days, I'm sure it's very difficult for him to sit down and, and start writing. But guess what? That's what he does. So uh, you look at, you know, actors, they, they spend years in acting classes and working on their craft. So people think that success, they just see the outward result and they don't see the work that went into it. And on high, people look at the, the bank account and the number of high power you have or the number of CTP power you have or Leo power you have or whatever. And it's like, well, wait a second. You didn't see the work that went into right. that. Exactly. Oh, you get all these votes. Well, yeah, but for four years, I've been on here for freaking 12 hours every single day mm-hmm. commenting and, and writing posts and, and doing videos and doing this and doing that. That's what it takes. So if you don't want to do it, don't do it. But if you want to get the success that John G. Olson's getting, well, guess what? You get up, you have a cup of coffee, you don't even do breakfast, and you get on Hive and you write posts, you comment on posts, you read posts, you forward posts, you do it, you engage, you comment, you do the things, because that's what leads to success. You know, you're not telling me that any of these people are coders that they're not sitting down and writing code all day. Of course they are. They they have to be because the code doesn't write itself. So I don't know. That's like saying, how do you, how do you put a nice bow on success and achieving success? And I know there's the, you know, $249 CD program how you can buy that they put a pretty bow on it, but we know it's bullshit because the take the pretty bow off the baseline about success in any, uh, area is that four letter word called work. Yeah, You got to get to the basics and do them, whether it's becoming a, a great golfer, becoming an expert pianist, uh, an Olympic athlete, a great blogger, a great author, a great movie star, uh, you know, even a, a stock market expert. I mean, I've done some trading in the past and not a lot, but uh, enough to know you have to dedicate a shitload of time to. Right. Yeah. I- we actually we talked we spoke about this last night in our in our Thursday night live show um a lot of the times in online business what's sold to people is passive income multiple streams of income like you heard these you hear these buzzwords all the time and if there's always the pretty bow on top like oh look at what you can achieve so the end goal is always what's marketed and we were arguing it's actually the process it's building the tree trunk you need the foundation And in this case, in the Hive case, the Leo case, the CTP case, it's doing the groundwork. Like you said, four years, 12 hours a day, that's building the foundation. So now for you, in your case, you can spread out and you have positions in Leo and Cub and LBI and SBI and but you didn't do it the reverse. You didn't jump into this and go, oh, I'm going to just build all these passive income streams and all these other cryptos I'm just going to have. No, you built the foundation first. And I think, again, kind of like what we said, we have an ass backwards with the promoting hive instead of the apps. I think that people need to get that 
message as well that you need to build the foundation first, do the grunt work, do the journey stuff, do the in the trenches, continue to show up and comment and engage. And we're seeing it. I mean, you are seeing it a boatload on Leo Market Talk. We're starting to see it on CTP chat where people are getting the message of, oh, we got to show up and we can't take days off. So, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, there is one shortcut. Have a boatload of money. Exactly. I mean, if you walk up to the table with with dollars $100,000, sure, you can set up some nice streams of income in crypto. Yeah. But what we're talking about here, I, I took to mean not so much the financial success, but the success of your brand, the su- success of what you're creating, what you're building, believing and, and knowing that the money will come. It's just you, you have to build that brand. Mm-hmm. And that's the boring part. That's the part of showing up each day. That's the part of here I am. And, you know, it's not glamorous. It's not fun. Um, you know, you don't get a hundred thousand high power overnight. It's a process and it's a, it's a scratch and claw and, you know, one subscriber at a time, one, one more follower, one more viewer, one more, whatever. Um, but the great thing is if everybody does this or anybody who does this is guaranteed of success. Because if you do it and you do it consistently, you do it every day, you stick with it and you give yourself five fucking years, you're going to get there. It's guaranteed because it's not rocket science. You don't have to know a whole lot. In fact, the effort is worth more than the knowledge, is is more impactful than the knowledge, I believe. You got to have a little bit of knowledge. You got to know about what the hell you're writing about or, or making a video about, but you know, presuming you have some expertise in some area that you're interested in, um, then just keep going at it and eventually you'll get there. That's it's actually how I started my journey on the previous blockchain. Um, if you go back to some of my original posts, like I'm talking the first five to 10, I was literally like, I'm an idiot. I don't know what I'm doing, but I know that I'll stick with it and I'm going to learn while I'm doing this. And that I think is huge too. Not only like having the, the willpower to stick to it and go through all this stuff and, and grow and grow and grow, but being a sponge, like learning, this is what's so great about Leo, for example, like you don't know anything about crypto and finance. Guess what? You got a pretty sizable community of people you can plug right into and just read and learn and ask questions. And it's right Leo market first. talk. We got a new guy. He doesn't know shit from Chinola about crypto. He, he's just, he's just getting puked on with knowledge. And somebody else was in there and he was look. He, he, he had asked for some suggestions about a post that he was putting together and asking for people for some bullet points. And I said, Leo finance, earn while you learn. And this guy chimed in and said, yeah, because he keeps getting upvotes. He asked a question, I'll upvote him. So yeah. he's getting paid to ask questions and to learn. Yeah. And, you know, in addition to what he's, else he's doing, you know, on, on Leo finance itself, reading articles and whatnot. And it's like, why doesn't everybody comprehend this? You know nothing about it. You come here, you learn about crypto, you ask some questions, you talk to people, you engage, you get some upvotes on your comments. Okay, it's not going to buy you a new house, but you're earning some money and you're learning at the same time. And then you'll have some resources when you figure out what cup finance is, when you figure out what profile is, when you figure out what whatever it is. Right. 
then you can get involved and say, oh, wow, I can I can do this because I have a few resources here. May only be 15 Leo, it could be 20 Leo, whatever. But it's like now you have a, a little bit of resources. Yeah, and and it, and it's and it's so powerful because like we always talk about you know if it 10x's and this and that. So combine that with five years of you busting your butt, right? Com- combine that 5x, 10x, whatever the price may or may not be, but with all of the experience that you've got over the years of sticking to it that will add up astronomically. So there was one guy, I forget who wrote it, but he, he, he did a, an analysis in three years on, on hive $30,000 at these prices. Now, so now you say if the 10 X three years, that's 300 grand. Yeah. Well, I, I think was it probably me. No, it wasn't you. No, because I, I spoke about that. I've, I've got out of the, out of the, the hundred thousand hive I got, I think it's like 30,000 or something like that is from creating. Yeah, this guy is 30,000. It was dollars. He converted it to dollars. $30,000 in three years. So 10,000 bucks a year he got for just engaging uh, and and writing posts and doing stuff on Hive. Uh, You know, and maybe maybe the price of Hive was a little higher than it is now, but whatever. But if, again, if it 10Xs, there's 300 grand. This guy's making 100 100 grand a year. Just, just for throwing around on hive. Yeah. And, and, and I think that if anybody's listening to this and like, well, I don't know what I'm doing. This is why it's important for projects like Leo Market Talk or CTP Chat where you can plug in and ask questions and it's encouraged. It's not like, like I'm pretty sure Taskmaster's not sitting there going, oh man, here comes another question from a noob on Leo Market Talk. Oh, hum, ho, hum. No, it's probably like, here's the answer. Oh, and by the way, here's an upvote. So, well, and by the time I get to it, there's probably four other people who answered it. Right. That's the power. Or opined in on it, at least. So it's, it's, you know, it's, again, it's, it's there for people. And, you know, you can earn while you learn, Uh, you know, whatever it is, uh, whether it's about online business, whether it's about branding, whether it's about, you know, content creation that, that you discuss and talk about, or whether it's about crypto or economics or finance or, you know, right. commies or whatever the hell else we talk about. You start, I we I said that before we pressed record, so that's your fault for bringing that. I don't up. know when you pressed record, so I'm, I'm going to, uh, plausible deniability, you started it. I don't know when the button's pushed or not. I, I have no control over that. Dude, it's when I do our awesome intro. Like, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the greatest show ever. No, eh, close enough. Um, so I'll, I'll ask anybody in the audience, if you've got any questions, please let us know. Because again, these uh, this sh- these shows are dedicated to you guys. We, you know, it's, we can sit here and talk for hours and hours, but without your guys' input, feedback, questions. We think we're boring you. We think we're boring you. So please, 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 if you're out there, lots of people. Uh, we got people on Facebook. We got people on. Did you Zoom. promote this? What's that? Sorry. Did you promote this? I mentioned it, but I didn't promote it. Oh, okay. um, dude, I'll be brutally honest. I'm going to here's the world's smallest violin. Okay. I want you to feel sorry for me right now. So like boohoo, cry me a river. Dude, I've been so like on a mission this past week to get this stupid diabetes in check. Um, I'm, I've been like just all over the place. So I've been like reading up stuff. I've been going to doctor's appointments. I've been taking pills and going for walks and working out and watching what I eat. 
like managing this stuff is becoming a full-time job, man. And I don't think that's how it's supposed to be, but anyways, yes. Thank you. Jimmy gave me the small, smallest violin on Facebook. I appreciate that, Jimmy. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah. So they won't ask questions, but they'll, they'll, they'll slap you around with sarcasm. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it, it's, 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 mm. you know, I mean, this has got nothing to do with crypto or anything, but it's, it's a kick in the butt for me. And, um, you know, I got a ton of love for putting that out on, on, uh, on hive this week. Um, you know, so that was cool. And that's the power of community. I mean, you know, I'm going to wave the flag of, I don't want to wave the flag, but you know, be very happy with the community here is they'll support you no matter what you just got you gotta you just gotta show up and give value and i hate that term just give value what's value value is where you put something into someone else's journey that kind of helps them or encourages them or even continues the conversation with them and if you do that the payoffs down the road are awesome so anybody new listening to this don't be afraid to to dive in and especially if you're new and you don't know if you don't know anything about affiliate marketing online business building businesses personal brand content creation come hang out at ctp we'll talk your ear off if you need to know about crypto finance the market stocks you name it go to leo finance they will talk your ear off and it's not like you're a burden to these communities you are wanted in these communities and the best thing is is that just like tas was saying you earn while you learn. I don't see anything better than that. So that's our pitch for, yeah. The front ends, not Hive. The front ends on Hive. You know, our message is boring too. You want to put a nice bow on it. Why don't we put a bow on our message? Good God, show up. Leave comments. We say the same shit week in and week out. Mm. I'm tired of hearing about ourselves. I'm I'm tired of our message. I want something sexier. Well, we need to get Elon Musk tweeting about that. I guess we, we should talk about that. That was kind of a big news yesterday. Freaking, freaking <laughs> now you sound like Nathan Mars. We need some celebrity pushing Hive and to buy a bunch of Hive. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? We need a partnership. <laughs> With what? A blockchain? Uh, who, who, if let, let's just let's let's play devil's advocate. If you could get your favorite celebrity to endorse Hive, who would you pick? Well, I mean, from from a, a financial perspective, I think it's hard to go wrong with Elon. I mean, he mm. he he's immersed himself in it, and and you know, like if you're saying who do I who would I want to come out and say I'm buying Hive? Elon would be a good one. Um, well, any of the, the huge influencers. I mean, if, if Tim Draper came out and said, I just found this thing of Hive or uh, Raul Powell came out. I mean, you know, those would, that would send the price tripling. Yeah. But, you know, in that instance, it'd just be a pump. It'd bring a whole lot of attention. And I don't feel we have the right pieces in place yet. I right. think we're getting there, but I think we need a little more. And I, I think, Ultimately, the Speak Network, from what I'm reading about that, and I listened to the two-hour developer call, if you haven't listened to it, don't waste your time. There's the TLDR. Um, well, what was this one? Which one? Speak Network. They had uh, that a was actually, That was actually a question that was just asked in Periscope. said, I know you watched the Dev Talk task for 3Speak. Did you manage to understand any of it? 
Yeah, uh, yeah, a little bit. What what they basically were doing is that it was a developer call, and the developer, one of the main developers, was going back and forth with with Matt and uh, Dan, right, and talking about basically they're talking about storage of files, storage of videos, and paying people to dump videos. Um, who has the videos? Because if you have a very rare video where you're the only one holding it, then you're going to get 100% of the reward for that video. Whereas if it's a very popular video and a thousand people are hosting it, mm-hmm. you're going to get one 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 thousandth of the reward. Right. And obviously they're talking about, well, how many videos are really going to have staying power? You know, because a lot of videos, it's like, well, when you create it, it's like, it's only good for a, a day or two or a week because like if like, for example, if I made a video of a market recap of the stock market today, that's a useless video by Monday afternoon. For sure. Yeah. Uh, so for to keep that five years is pretty senseless. So they were going through a lot of that and how to secure the network and stuff like that. So it, it was fairly technical. A lot of the technical stuff I didn't understand. They were talking about incorporating proof of proof of work type stuff to protect and secure parts of the network versus uh, non proof of work type stuff, but doing it without obviously mining, because mining to them takes on a different connotation than Bitcoin mining. So it's just one of those things you listen to enough, you pick up a couple pieces here and there. But if you didn't listen to it, don't worry, you're not really missing much. Other than the fact that this is going to be an impressive son of a bitch, I think. Right. There's a lot of thought going into this. There's many layers going into this. This is going to be a very expansive platform. It's not just a video storage platform. So still, no, they they haven't had it. I mean, I know it would be news if they had a date for it no no date and from what it sounds like on this call there we're hashing out a lot of stuff so it's it's not going to be next week uh, uh, or next month type deal they might have an mvp some at some right. point here but there's there's a lot that still is left even before you get to the stuff that was being tossed out that says we'll bring that in version too so right that's that's slow project blank they're hoping by the fourth quarter or in the fourth quarter. So you might see that in 2021. You might not. <clears throat> Part of the problem, and Cal alluded to this, talking about Project Blank, but he mentioned Speak Network and says he thinks they're doing the same thing with videos as he's looking at doing with microblogging. Mm-hmm. And basically what they're doing is they're, they're having to create the protocols to totally rewrite how stuff is tied to high. So it, it's really not one of those situations where you're just like plugging a front end into Hive. It's a lot more from a development standpoint. Evidently, it's a lot more, a lot more uh, burdensome than that. Mm. Dang, that's too bad. I was hoping that would be summerish, but uh... no, it doesn't sound like it. it. It sounds like there there's a lot to be done and and a lot of ways that these things have to be coded to make them work. And 
I kind of figured just in my limited experience with Leo Market Talk, how the comment sections being used in the way we are, yeah. it slows everything down. I, I can only imagine if, if you're trying to get 50,000 comments in, in what would effectively be a blog post, right. uh, it, it, it can't work. Yeah. It would stall out. Yeah. I mean, you guys split it up into two posts now, right? Cause after five, uh, uh, most days, yeah. If it gets near 400 and there's still like 10 hours left, I, I, I put up another post simply because I figure the 400 will end up near 500 when it gets in that range. It just, it slows down too much for some people and myself included, but people on mobile end up having a problem seeing stuff. So. And is that only on um, like Leo finance or if you tried to load it up on something like peak D too, it would still stall out. Peak D actually peak D does a lot like discus mm-hmm. where it won't show all the comments. It, it kind of paid, what's it called, paginizes it or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. where you scroll down to the bottom and it'll say load more comments and then it'll load another 20 or 25 comments. I think Peak D does that, but the the high blog and I presume any tribes that are, are derived based upon that, um, I, I think they show all comments immediately. So it gets to the point where, uh, you know, you're going to have load, pro- load time issues, I think. Yeah, but that—that's something I mentioned to them, and they said uh, Leo Finance said they'll—they'll they'll work on that. They could do it. So crazy, but crazy. you know, it's—it's it's all a process. I—I I look at this stuff. I'm, I put up a video the other day about being patient. I mean, not, like you said, the the patience of goldfish or, or the attention span of goldfish. You say, well, they, goldfish. they also have the patience of goldfish because it's like. You know, if it's not out here today, it's like they're not doing anything. And, yeah. You know, I, I've seen that with enough Leo and Cub Finance attack pieces of the la- over the last three weeks. It's like, what are you talking about? I mean, these people are writing, oh, well, I'm selling my Cub because the price going down and Leo this and Leo that. And it's like they didn't bring out anything they said they would. And it's like, give them some fucking time. Yeah. Oh, if you've done anything with development, you'll realize that if it was a smooth course, everybody'd be bringing out these apps. Right. It's not a smooth course. It's a pain in the ass. And the bigger the challenge, the harder it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, we're in our little CTP talk. I mean, we we're having to deal with this. And I mean, I, you know, we got a development team of one who basically didn't even know anything about the blockchain less than a year ago. I mean, so people are like, well, where's CTP talk front end? It's like, well, where is it? It's It requires a third party now because we can't figure it out. We got 90% of it done, but the last 10% is being a, an SOB. So well, it's it, like, and I get it. Like, you know, you, you have these timelines and you put it out there and it sucks. I mean, if there's one thing I wish we had for CTP, it was that front end. Cause we have so much, we were going to embed these Vim things into the front end, you know, like, so they, anytime there was a live chat, we could pop it right up on, on CTP talk and people could like interact with us live on the platform. We had all these plans, but it's just like, <laughs> we need the developer to finish yeah. it up. So, and, and developers, there's not a ton of them brought, uh, sitting around idle they, they're yeah. all heavy demand and yeah yeah i i think that if i had a guess i don't have any 411 but if i had a guess i think there's two reasons why cal has been kind of quiet 
one, I do think is a, a time issue. I don't think he has time to, to put up posts and stuff like that, like he used to. And he did say he hired in, in one of his late, last couple posts, he did hire somebody to handle admin stuff. So that will be taken off of him. So he can, can communicate more. But I would say at least in part, I don't know how much of a part this is. I think he got tired of the constant questions about the timeline, because like you said, it's you put something out there. And even if you say this is a rough timeline, we don't know if we'll be able to hit it. People keep asking and you, you get the when and it kind of turned into a joke, but the joke got obnoxious after the first 10,000 times. Right. Now, now it's just obnoxious. Yeah. And, and I, I would presume because I would get tired of it. I would presume Cal got tired of, of the crap of always being asked every time he showed up somewhere or every time he put up a post. Well, when, when, when project blank, when this, when that, the answer is when it gets done. Yeah. You know, it, like hearing that, you know, and a it, lot of people say, well, Oh, we invested and we're invested into this. It's like, yeah, but see, this is the problem with crypto and we're going back to this. Stop having the attention span of goldfish. If you invest in something, see it through. Like, this is what kills me. And I, I get taking profits and I get it. But it seems to be in crypto, people want things done. As soon as they invest, they have like a month, if that, maybe two weeks. Well, they, want they, they, they think they're special. <laughs> No, I mean, I'm serious about this. Listen, I own Tesla stock. Do you think Elon Musk gives a shit about me? Do you think he cares about me? I guarantee he doesn't know about me. He doesn't give a crap. I'm not even on his radar because I have some Tesla stock. And trust me, in the grand scheme of things, I don't have a lot of Tesla stock. Not at 580 or 600 bucks a share. I don't even register. Elon Musk isn't worried about me. Elon Musk isn't worried about most of the shareholders. He doesn't give a shit because he has a plan and he's working it. And you know what? If the freaking self-driving isn't out for another two years, so be it. Um, and, and I think Cal has that, that uh, outlook. You know, he knows what he's doing. He knows what his vision is. He knows what he's paying developers. He knows what they're working on. He knows what the range they're working within in terms of a time but it, it's nothing concrete it's not nothing down and so all of a sudden somebody buys you know a hundred leo and they yeah. say well i'm an investor well big freaking deal and yeah. you notice it's not the people who have a hundred thousand leo it's the people with 25 fucking leo who are <laughs> pissing and moaning and it's like come on Dude, that's one of the things in affiliate marketing online business that is the, the the urban legend. You will get the most customer service requests, complaints, refunds, disputes from the people that pay minimal. The people that are heavily invested in your business just say, hey, do your thing. I'm here. I believe in it. But that's the it's the people with and and Maybe it's because that's such a limited income for them or a limited investment that they really want it to moon. And the bigger people, like the bigger accounts, I guess, like, hey, again, I'm, I'm, I'm not someone who could go drop 25K just like that. I'm not. But how do I have 100,000 hive? 
or even 10th or 13,000 Leo. It was slow and steady. It was consistency because I'm looking at the big picture down the road. You know, I'm going to buy the 100 Leo and I'm going to stack it. I'm going to buy the 100 CTP. I'm going to stack it. I'm going to buy the 100 Hive. I'm going to stack it. I'm not worried about what am I going to get from this $100 investment over the next six weeks, like at all. And well, it's like you, you were saying the person last night, I'm going to go buy a boatload of cub right now because the price yeah. is down. Yeah. Now the price not might go down further. It might take six weeks to go up. It might take six months to go up. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but the development is there. The development plan is there. The development plan has been stated. Okay, we can't say when it'll be multi-chain. We can't say when kingdoms will come. We can't say when this and that and the other thing will happen. But it's in the works. And so that's where the long-term focus comes in. And like you said, well, I can't tell you where things are going to be in six weeks, but I can give you an idea where they're going to be in five years on some of these projects. Other projects, I have no idea because you don't know what's going on with them. So that's where... You know, when you have something like Leo, it's like, you know, stuff is taking place. Even when they're not talking, they're talking because there's still stuff showing up on Twitter. They're still st updated on the, the UI. There's still stuff happening. Right. Uh, okay. You may not get a blog post three times a week that says this is what we've accomplished. Uh, and this is what's coming out next week. But right. you get some insight. And then you look at other projects and the UI hasn't changed in months. You look at the the Twitter account, nothing's been said. You look at their Hive account, no posts of late. Yeah. Um, you know, so those are the ones you just kind of question. Right. Uh, and, you know, I get it. it it's like you want to make sure you're in good projects. And, and I agree wholeheartedly with that. I talk about that. But, you know, when you're in one and all you want to do is bitch and moan, all that does is put people off. Yeah. And that's when people all of a sudden have offerings in their private offerings, because now all of a sudden they say, you know what, we're not going to open this up to everybody because everybody's a pain in the ass or pieces of everybody's a pain in the ass. So what they'd start to do is they say, okay, we have this project and it's a private offering right. by invite only right. by minimum right. investment only. And, and that's why quite yeah. frankly, a lot of, a lot of things are done privately because people are just too much of a pain in the ass. They don't want to deal with the drama. <laughs> no, it's like it, the, the, because the people who are at the core, who are doing most of the work, by the way, because for everybody else, it's passive income like you, you were talking right. about. But it's not passive income for the people who are having to do the work. Yeah. And they're the ones who have to deal with the hassle and the people crying and complaining and getting on Discord and all this other stuff. So, you know. If that's the case, if I have a great idea, what am I going to share with you? You're just paying the ass. Not you in particular, but, you know, the, the you in general. Oh, dude, I'm definitely paying in the butt, man. I mean, you know, I'll harass the hell out of you. Yeah, but you don't harass the hell out of me about different projects. You just harass the hell out of me about my hair and crap like that. But, you know, I've come to accept that. So what do you got planned for the weekend, man? What's on your I, radar? I'm going to write some posts. I'm going to make some videos. I'm going to do some commenting. I'm going to. So you're going to do the things you always do. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, <laughs> it's seven days a week. I mean, it, it's, you know, I, at some point, will I back off? Probably. But, you know, at this point in time, it, it it's, 
the the work still needs to be done. The effort needs to be put in. And uh, as you know, in the online world, with either a attrition or b with a lot of people, a lot of things vying for people's attention, it's very easy if if you're gone a week or two that you're out of people's mindset. I mean, it, it, mind, man. It, it, to think that you're going to stay in the mindset of people, no matter how successful you are. If you disappear, it's it, online. It's absurd. I mean, you, you're just not. I mean, okay, maybe if you're a Kardashian or or Raul Powell or somebody, Elon Musk, but you or I disappear within three weeks, we're forgotten. Some people may say, "Hey, what what happened to John? What happened to Task? Where where'd they go?" But yeah. a, a, after a few weeks after that, they stop even asking. It's like, you know, once in a while, someone mentions, "Hey, you remember that when they were here all that time ago?" So, you know, this is just the long-term plan that has to be worked each day. And, you know, Tiger Woods did not hit golf balls too many days in a row. I mean, he had a hit for years and years and years, yeah. a ton of golf balls. And, uh, you know, you look at these gymnasts who make it to the Olympics and you hear since the age of six, they were in the gym every day at 6 a.m., seven days a week. Yeah, for, yeah. for years. Yeah. Tennis players. I mean, you, you name it. Um, well, that's you know, the, Eddie the, Malcolm Gladwell talked about it in one of his books, and he talked about how you need 10,000 hours of practice before you become a master at something. Before yeah, you and that's been proven to be just true. But the, the, the process, the, the, process. the general concept is, is there. The more hours you put into something, the greater your chance of mastery. Right. You know, can you become an expert at something within with a hundred hours of study? Probably. I mean, if you think about it, you put a hundred hours of study in any field, you're probably ahead of 90% of the people. But to get ahead of the other 10%, you probably have to go from a hundred hours to a thousand hours to get ahead of maybe that five percent you know, half of them. And then you got to go another 4,000 hours to get a, a ahead of the, the next couple percent. Right. So, I mean, when you're, you're moving up the ranks, you have to do more to, to keep improving because, you know, you're, you're playing in a different level. You're, you're playing with different people. So, you know, Stephen King, he has to keep churning out books because he's a New York times bestselling author, his stuff, you know, he's ranking with the best of the best of the best on Amazon or, or the New York Times bestseller or whatever. Mm -hmm. So he can't put out something that's, you know, just a piece of crap. Right. It won't be accepted, you know, but that's the level he plays at. You or I put together a book. OK, well, you know, as long as it doesn't have too many typos, we're probably going to be OK. Right, right. Uh, yeah. Because we're not at Stephen King's level. He's at a different level. Right. Yeah. We're at a much lower level. Mm -hmm. uh, now we write uh, 25 or 30 books and get a following of half a million, a million people. Well, that 30th book better be pretty decent if we want to keep the, those those million fans. Um, you know, and so I, I don't know why when it comes to crypto, people think this is just a magically different world. Maybe. It's like success is still the concept of success. It, it hasn't changed. Work, man. Yeah. yeah, and I, I keep equating it to because this is more of a CTP uh, broadcast, uh, CTP production, if you will. Um, 
CTP uh, Broadcast Studios. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Somebody needs a company. Says, yeah, CTP is its own media company. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's like like you've always said. <clears throat> I mean, nobody's going to start on affiliate marketing and gonna in the first month. I mean, unless they get really lucky, which can always happen. But in your first month, you're not going to pull in ten grand. You'll be lucky to pull in ten bucks. Yeah. You know, and you got to work your ass off to get the ten bucks. And you're going to work if you get to ten grand. You're going to work your ass off more to get from zero to ten bucks than you will to get from nine grand to ten grand. Absolutely. That's, that's, the, that's the key is that process. Learn the process. And keep working large, the process. Man. Because if you start pulling in 10 grand a month, I bet you still have to work just as hard. Mm. Because if you don't, then suddenly you're going to make nine grand a month, then eight grand a month, then seven grand oh, a month. Oh, yeah. I've lived through it, man. I, it's it's a, a, you know, a, a famous rapper once said, uh, yes, we're quoting Drake in the show, folks. Uh, you never see it coming, but you always see it go. And it's, it's true in success, in business. Um, you, it's like, I remember the first time I was like, oh my gosh, like I've actually got a business that like can pay for itself right now. And oh my gosh, I can pay the rent. I can buy a house, but then something happens and you get lackadaisical, you get lazy. You're not on your top of your game. You get comfortable and we see it all the time. So anyways. Yeah. You, you, you mentioned your, your, your health and your, your nutrition and all that. I mean, Okay, you've had a good four days with it, but four if you give it another three days and then stop for four months, you're not getting anywhere. Exactly. And, you know, I think we see too much of that on Hive because people are putting it based upon the price. Right, right. Yeah. And the idea of, well, if the price is down, people post less. Well, as we've discussed, that's just bat, that's ass backwards. Right. You know, the time to get busy is when the post is down because the reward pool is the same. So less competition. Yeah. Less competition, if you will. Less less number of posts that those those rewards are going to be spread out over. Mm -hmm. But this is where I think for me, you know, and and coming from a technology standpoint and, and a futurist standpoint and having an idea of where things are going and saying, you know, listen, this is just the tip of the iceberg. So you really don't have any idea of what's coming. I mean, we're talking about Hive and blogging and all that other shit. Yeah, but we're, we're, we're talking, we're, we're moving towards a world of blockchain, of tokenization, of quantum computing, of virtual reality, where all this stuff's going to converge at some point. Okay, maybe 15 years, 20 years down the road. But this is all going to converge into this, this mixed reality stuff. And, and here we are in the beginning. And it's like if we go back to the early days of mobile phones and saying, oh, well, it's just mobile phone and, you, you know, okay, it's very expensive and, you know, we work for this company and these are expensive units and we just get complaints from all these rich people. Right. Not to factor in an account, well, 20, 20 years down the road, these would be freaking handheld computers that people would be carrying around. They're tied to, to the internet, which wasn't even around when mobile phones came about or at least yeah. known to most of, of humanity. That allows us to communicate with, I don't know, 60% of the people anywhere in the world for free. I know, I know. And then we complain, 
I didn't make a million bucks in 14 days or less. It's like, <laughs> pitchfork. Uh, online marketing, I mean, you know, 30 years ago, online marketing was the classified edge. Remember those? You want to talk about the infomercial? Remember infomercials? Don LaPree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, make money with classified ads and make throw throw classified throw ads. Throw your ads in 300 newspapers all over the country and all this that stuff. That was how it worked. And not saying anything. I did not partake in that. I'm just I will not You're saying there might have been a little more sizzle than steak. That's might have been a little bit more sizzle than steak back in the day, but you know what? It's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah, you had to buy. You had to buy them on 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 audio cassette. Oh, Tape. dude, I know. Yeah, pop the audio cassette in the uh, the old MLM pitches. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it, it just comes down to what drives you, and, and you know, we've talked about this before, but the 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 idea of spending four years in college, right, and all the hours you're going to spend writing papers and studying for tests and sitting in class. That if you add all of that up over a semester or over the calendar year, and you put that much time into Hive, but do it on a daily basis, an hour, two hours, three hours a day on the Hive, yeah. you know, your 10,000 hours, well, if you spend three hours a day on Hive, it's, you know, what, that 1,080 hours or whatever. So you're 1,000 hours, but you spend three hours a day on Hive, you are going to be Absolutely. expert, expert level. Absolutely. You're going to know a shitload about Hive right. and crypto and all this stuff. And I think that's a very good investment of time because, the, like you said, this is where the future is going. So. And you're getting paid for it. How much How much will you have in your wallet after eight, uh, uh, 1,100 hours? Yeah. If you have nothing, you're doing something wrong. You're right. just being a whiner and a complainer. But yeah. if you're actually contributing... And people say, what is value? Just contribute, show loyalty, show dedication, show you are a person that is going to show up. Right. That's what I think brings value to a community. And, you know, whether it's a, a particular tribe, whether it's a particular game, what, you know, mm -hmm. I, I'm sure the Splinterlands people, okay, I don't know why, the, I guess the reward system's a little different, but you get the, the top Splinterlands players, they know who else is showing up every day to play. Because they see who they're they're fighting with, they see who they're ranked against. Yeah. They see see each other's wallets. So yeah, uh, Splinterlands is just gonna. I think Splinterlands hasn't even touched the tip of the iceberg. Personally, I think I don't. I don't know enough about that genre to know. I it, it seems to me it's stalled out, but maybe I'm mistaken. I I don't know. I haven't looked at the stats. I it well, the seems price like of cards is going up, right? Like, see, for I don't play the game. Like, if I do, it's like I might play a match or two. Like, I don't really play the game. I'm more of the collector. I want yeah, you're cards. investing. I'm the investor in the cards. So I've bought cards for fifty bucks, and they're up to a thousand dollars now. Um, that's just because there's limited supply. It's an NFT with actual use case, which is mm -hmm. a lot different than just looking at a picture of an NFT. So yes. that's attractive. Um, but yeah, I mean, I. I love it. I love the collecting aspect of it. The game over my head. I'm not a Dungeons and Dragons guy. Never have been. But the collecting side of it, I always had baseball cards. Are there more? Do you think there's more players? Or is the player base growing? 
Dude, I, I don't know because I'd be brutally honest with you. I don't, I don't even plug into the community. I don't pay attention to what's going on. I'm just like, I buy the cards. And if they tweet something like today, they tweeted that there's two cards that are like 99% have been mined and you can't get them. The only way you can buy them now in the market. So what did I do? I go look for them on the market. I mean, that's the kind of the guy I am. I'm not yeah. like, Oh, I'm going to open packs to get this card. Maybe it's like, no, I'm going to buy anybody listening. Give us some insight into Splinterlands. Any of the crowd, Did anybody know is the user base of Splinterlands going up? Is, is the game getting more interesting? What, what's going on with Splinterlands? Give us your feedback. Let's get your expertise because neither of us know. So yeah, I don't, I have no idea. I just collect the cards. Oh, so see if somebody's there. Cause people talk about it still. And if you go to noise cash, there's always people talking about it on noise too. So I, I, I I'm, you know, yeah, it's uh, loads of players. This is Leo Puma 14 says on uh, on Periscope. Loads of players. They are busy bunch on Hive where transactions are conserved. So yeah, the yeah. transactions are one way to tell the, mm. the custom JSONs. So yeah. I, you know, I I don't know that gaming market. I don't know anything about it. But from what I've read, and it's not a ton, but you know, I know gaming itself is big. Right. I know online gaming and card gaming is big. NFTs make a lot of sense. So that that is really ideally suited to gaming. Um, and, you know, if you get the investment value where people not only can invest in these cards, but they can win them, they can yep. stack them and, and combine them and make them into more powerful NFTs, that should be great and should be a winner if the user experience is there. Well, it's funny because the Splinterlands has had that since day one. Um, yeah it's had the combining to make more powerful cards so it's it's I, I i love it on that aspect as an investor in it as someone who believes in the collectability of them i love it i mean gold matters just put it out on twitter yesterday he put up this uh a card now it probably will never sell for this but he put it up on the market for a million dollars the splinterlands card is a million bucks um Archimaeus Mage or whatever. I don't even know. It's a gold foil legendary. There's like three of them in existence. Uh, he put it up for a million bucks. And like, I don't know if it's going to sell. Probably not. But you never know. I mean, someone bought that blippy NFT or Beeple NFT for 69 million. So or who knows? But, but if consider this, if Splinterlands got 100,000 people playing the game yeah now you have a game that is getting a lot more recognition a lot more popular a game that's understood by a lot more people yeah and suddenly that's going to be on the radar of some pretty heavy hitters who might see that million dollars and say i talked to my brother and he's playing this splinterland thing i'm going to buy that son of a bitch yeah never know i mean you don't know i mean i would say and maybe I'm mistaken here, but I would say the value of the assets is going to increase. Not even proportionally, it's probably going to be an inverse proportion, but the number, not an inverse, but a, a greater proportion, the number of players is going to increase the value of the cards. If you have a 10% increase in the value of the, uh, in the number of players, the cards may go up 15%. Right. And if they can four, five, ten x the user base, I would say that would make every all those NFTs worth that much more because they're going to be in demand. 
I, I love it. I love the collectability of it. I mean, it brings me back to my youth, man. I mean, you know, collecting baseball cards, like hockey cards, basketball cards growing up. Like I loved it. And it was never, oh, what's it worth? It was, oh, I want this because that guy's got it and I want it. Let's do a trade. Um, that's what hooked me. Like I, as soon as I got the, the collectability of it, then it was like, okay. And I, I'd always show it off. Like I go into the CTP discord and I show it off. And then all the Splinterlands players would be like, well, that card's not that good. It doesn't have this power or this power. I'm like, I don't give a shit. It's a gold foil legendary. I don't care what it does in the game. The fact that there's <laughs> only 40 of them in existence makes me want to have it. <laughs> so anyways. Well, and this, 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 see, this ties into my belief of, how we're entering into an era of abundance yeah. because you know, you start off by talking about passive income. You, you talk about collectability, you talk about NFTs, you talk about high power or Leo power or, or tokens mooning or, and all this other stuff. And, you know, there's, there, there's legitimacy to all of that. You know, there, there are tokens at 10 X, there are tokens at hundred X. Uh, there's people who are playing around on these BC, B, BSC DeFi platforms and, you know, making a million and a half percent for three days and, and just hoping it's not a, a rug pull. Right. So you see all that and, and people are making money. Then you see, well, I put 50 bucks in and I got a thousand dollar card yeah. uh, or I, I put five bucks in and I got a hundred dollars. And you start to see, well, I'm, I'm, I'm getting this many cub a day, or I'm getting this many Leo a day, or I'm getting this much hive a day, or I'm getting this much, you know, I, I start off by saying you're going to get a little Leo drop to you to, in about three hours. Right. Yeah. I think it, it goes six. I think it's nine UTC or whatever. But anyway, in the next few hours, there's going to be some Leo drop for the, the cup line. Yeah. Earlier this week, Cup Life was dropped to people just for 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 having LBI. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so when you look at all of this and you start to put it all together, even though I'm not into Splinterlands, I don't have Splinterlands cards. I don't understand stand what's going on with the game. I don't play the game. You don't play the game, but you found an investment avenue or a, yeah. a collectible avenue that you like and enjoy and have some fun. And, oh, by the way, unlike your baseball cards or your football cards, um, these things are red are, are very liquid. Okay. It's not real liquid at a million bucks, but right, right, if you, right, yeah. if you ask for a decent price on your card, you probably could sell oh, it uh, yeah, for sure. very quickly. Mm -hmm. That's unheard of. And, and you know, what did you do for that? And, and I'm not saying you didn't do anything for it, but relatively speaking, you know, you just showed up every day and all of a sudden these opportunities keep presenting themselves and you get involved in one. Then you sell a card and you make, well, I, I went from 50 cents to, to $20. Well, OK, now I can take that $20 and, you know, buy a few other things. Yeah. It, it just keeps happening. Like it's, it's not a science at all. It's that's literally what's happening. I'm taking the little bits that I'm getting. And instead of going, oh, when's this going to moon? I'm just putting it into stuff that I'm going to sit around and wait for a couple of years to see what happens with. But. Well, and, and you know, I, I, I have some stuff that I sell and I go into other things just because, I mean, you can't, I can't focus on everything. Mm -hmm. Nobody can. Yeah. But 
it's a situation where you have what you have coming in today, but where's that going to be in two years? Exactly. I mean, what's going to be coming in in two years? And, and I think this is the point that we keep trying to drive home to people is if you stick at it, everything compounds, everything grows. You are going to get more money on your posts. You'll get more money on your comments. You'll get more upvotes. You'll get, you'll be able to power up. You'll be able to get more from curating. Then you'll see D hedge or you'll see LBI or SPI or, or index or cub life or whatever. And you'll get some income tokens and you'll get some spec tokens and all of a sudden you'll get something that'll 10x. Yeah. And you'll say, okay, well, I, I had 50 bucks. Now I got 500 bucks. Not bad. Oh. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I just, and, and that's even without our ecosystem growing. What happens if, I mean, we talked about the marketing pipe, but what happens if we go from 15,000 people to 150,000 people? And by the way, did you see the, uh, uh, AMA, the, the, the written AMA that, uh, that they call me Dan had and, and they had for speak network, no. they had an AMA post and somebody asked, how does speak network, uh, or how does speak compete, com compare to YouTube? Mm. And they were asked me up time, uh, the, the times and load times and all that other shit. Mm. And, and Matt Starker's, uh, Starker Z replied, YouTube could be on Speak Network. That's how big it is. YouTube yeah. could be on the Speak Network. It's crazy. Because it's, it's, it's a protocol. It's a platform. Right, yeah. And so YouTube, if they wanted to, they could, they could use the decentralized video hosting and then all that other stuff that's being built on there. That's and they're having DeFi. That, that, by the way, that was another epiphany I had. Every single token, you think about this, every single token could have their own DeFi. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm seeing it with a couple of projects that I've, like, I'm not invested in any, but a lot of them, like, are, are a lot of, they have use case, et cetera, et cetera. And then the side thing is, like, this is how they mine the token, how they get liquidity for the token and stuff. They just put it on a DeFi platform. And a lot of it gets rug pulled, but there's some really solid projects out there that have their own DeFi platforms in it. So, Well, Actifit is supposedly yep. doing something on BSC. I haven't seen any updates lately, so I don't know. They they put it on Facebook and Twitter a lot, like saying that it's coming and stuff. But Yeah, I, I just, I haven't seen a post that updated. Uh, they said we're, we're getting close. We've yeah. done this, done that. But I, I don't know if it'll mirror what Leo, what Cup Finance is. Is it going to be something totally different? But there's something that, again, if you could take your, your AFIT and put them in there, I mean, they're, they're, there's another use case. I mean, CTP could do the same thing. Oh, yeah, we, we've discussed it. So there's, there may or may not be discussions going on about it. You just said you discussed it. I didn't know. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> The, what, what you say is we discussed it. There may or may not be something coming, but we discussed it. Yeah. I, I, I plead the fifth. Um, you can't plead the fifth. You're the I'm host Canadian. of the show. I know. I plead the uh, the beaver. There Plus you, you are Canadian. Yeah. 
Uh, dude, uh, always a pleasure, man. I got to, uh, speaking of ActiFit, I got to get this diabetes in check. I got to, uh, I got to go take off for my, uh, my afternoon jaunt. So, uh, dude, always a pleasure. This has been a ton of fun. Um, bonus episode guys. We are giving you more than you paid for with the crypto maniacs podcast. Um, task have a very boring weekend because I know that it will be very productive. Oh. Oh, before you go, I don't want to put your life in danger, but I figure another two minutes. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. No, I, I did have, I sent you, and I don't understand this. I sent you that article um, about the changing of the podcast. Right. Okay. Did, did, did you have a chance to look at that? And did it, did anything click with you? You, you deal more with this podcast stuff. Than um, I no. Um, I can touch base with him. Of course, he's in they, Israel right now. Which yeah, is, they call me Brian. Put it out. I, I was just wondering what that is, and he wasn't real clear. But I was wondering if if, you know, if anything clicked in your mind, or, or or if you could see where they're going with it. Yeah, I'll, I'll poke around this weekend. Um, yeah, I know he's kind of going through a few things over there right now. So uh, just slightly, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, they're not sitting out hanging outside, sunning yeah. themselves, are they? Jeez. Um, yeah, no, it's cool. Um, I, cause that's, that's, I think a really good, uh, you know, maturity, not maturity, uh, growth potential for this podcast is yeah, we're on anchor. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple podcasts, but are we on the blockchain? So something where we can get back on here is yeah. So hey, I don't even know what they're doing. So like, I'll, I'll take a look. I'll take a look. So, but it would be pretty cool. Dude, have a very boring and productive weekend. Keep hey, stacking. I'm going to go do some commenting or something. There you go. Have a good weekend, guys. We'll see you on uh, Tuesday. Ciao. Next podcast. Toodles. Thanks for listening to the Cryptomaniacs podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show and look forward to hanging out with you again next week. 